The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix and living like it matters. And uh, it matters to me that I am back in the studio. I have been gone for a couple weeks, had a couple uh, things of which I had to take care of. When business calls, you must answer. And sometimes business can be business from previous years. And I think I've uh, shared with you on several occasions uh, there are some things that are that are brewing. Uh, there are some decisions that must be made. And of course, we're talking about uh, collegiate athletics. Uh, we're talking about the NC2A. We're talking about his former players. And uh, we're talking about the, the future players, uh, young men and young women who will find themselves uh, in a position to be student athletes of the future. And um, just what that relationship is with the NC2A. Certainly, although it is structured one way today, in the future it definitely will be something different. So um, keep everybody in their prayers and your prayers that uh, it works out for the best and what's best for everybody because everything must and will change. And uh, change is good for a lot of people. And uh, for many years, uh, things have been a little different. Uh, Things have changed for a lot of college coaches a lot of presidents of universities, a lot of athletic directors, uh, but then some things have, have remained the same. Uh, I'll tell you what's about to change also is uh, the National Football League. Uh, there are some people out there that are, that are concerned about where they may be, where they may not be, uh, a lack of respect. I, I certainly know uh, how my man Rebus feels. Uh, I've been in a position where you feel as if uh, perhaps maybe you're just not wanted. I think it's always important when you're in a situation that you feel um, a sense of they want you to be a part of the team. It's not a good thing to feel as if you're in a position where you're no longer, your services are no longer wanted. And, you know, football and, and athletics period is, is, is a business, uh, certainly of what have you done for me lately. And damaged goods, sometimes they, they just don't have value. And we're going to be talking about some value a little bit later, but uh, in terms of the uh, human capital, your body, if your body doesn't work, uh, that's a commodity that doesn't have any value any longer. And I'm not sure that the, jet, the Jets are sure that Revis uh, is worth what they're, what they're going to have to pay him. And so uh, there may be some changes, but I, I'm, I'm just, you know, as one who's been there, done that, many times you, you are concerned about the fact of uh, are you going to get a return on your investment? 
And as you become a more mature athlete, you understand the business of the sport. And it shouldn't be taken personal. But for you, it is very personal. And that's why I've always been an advocate for any player in any sport. Get it while you can. Because when you can no longer get it, you will no longer get it. They will. They do not hand out money just for the simple sake of, oh, you're a good guy. And so we just want to give you millions of dollars. That will never, ever happen. And so don't listen to your cousin, your brother, your uncle, your aunt, your financial advisor, your agent, anybody, anybody, period. Understand the fact that you better get it while you can. Because when you can't perform, you can't get paid. And I think that's what the Jets are looking at. But it shouldn't just be Terrell Reavers they're looking at, right? Terrell Reavers right now, they got a quarterback. I don't know if he can perform, <laughs> you know. Uh, it may be a situation where that quarterback uh, may find himself in a position where he can't perform for them any longer. And uh, and then what's he going to do? Uh, are they are they going to hold on to Sanchez? Uh, do they want to – are they going to bet the house on Sanchez? Can he really deliver for the Jets? You know, after all, they, they've got a lot of problems next year. The Super Bowl is in New York. And I don't think they're going to be the home team. I certainly don't see it. And I'm not sure that they believe that they can host the Super Bowl if they've got Mark Sanchez as their quarterback. But I think they're going to bet. I think Mark's going to be there. I certainly think he's going to be there. But I'll tell you what, uh, I know who did make a, a, a big decision. And they got a new quarterback. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I think I think sometimes people fail to realize how good of a coach Andy Reid really is. The Kansas City Chiefs made an excellent choice, in my mind, of bringing Andy Reid in as their coach. Because Andy certainly, listen, he's got some weapons too. He's got a wide receiver and he's got a running back and he has a quarterback. And, I, you know, the defense has some, I think Kansas City Chiefs last year had about six or seven all pros on that team. They've got some talent. I, I will tell you this. You can't win football games nor basketball games without talent. It just it just it can't be done. Ask Charles Barkley. Charles will tell you. Uh, Charles wanted some help. And uh, and Philadelphia wouldn't get it for him and he found his way here in Phoenix, Arizona, but he still but you still gotta realize that's Michael Jordan playing too, Charles. So <laughs> you know, so that 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 may make uh make a difference. Uh uh, there's another young man out there who perhaps maybe we don't know. We may have seen his last football, and that's Randy Moss. And uh, I, I think Randy could have taken some advice from the great Michael Jordan, as I just said. You know, and Michael Jordan has actually talked about the fact that his his playing days are over, but his desire to play the game is still there, that burning desire that's deep down inside. Michael said he would give it all up if he could play again. And many times people feel that way, but I think that's a premature statement <laughs> because you could play again, but again, again, you ha- there's a, a lifestyle that you look forward to once the game is over with. And I think it's just going to take Michael some time to enjoy the game from a fan's perspective because today's basketball game is very enjoyable. And I think Michael just has to learn to do that. I think Michael's a little frustrated with the fact that he hasn't found the person, and that person is not inside of him to evaluate talent in such a way that he can put the best product on the field, on the court, and they can win some basketball games. I think Michael's frustrated with that. Michael, in his mind, probably believes that he could go out and perform. And, and I say that again because I'm going to go back to what I started talking about, and that was Randy Moss 
is that Randy Moss could have been the Michael Jordan of football. After all, one of the greatest football, there's two people that when the conversation comes down to who's the greatest to ever play the game, two names come up. One of them, of course, is Jim Brown. Everybody thinks Jim Brown's the greatest football player to ever play the game of football. Most recently, Jerry Rice's name has been thrown into that conversation. I think Jim Brown probably had more talent and there's no doubt about it. He was an extremely gifted athlete. Uh, we, we all know that, uh, you know, Jim was a multiple sport athlete at Syracuse University. But Jerry Rice, I think Jerry may have worked harder than anybody. I think Jerry certainly, uh, you know, in terms of Jim Brown, where he's just, you know, he was just, don't get me wrong, Jim worked very hard. And I'm not going to say that, uh, that everything came natural to Jim. Jim had some natural abilities, and then he worked extremely hard. But Jerry Rice just took things to another level. And Jerry Rice, you know, being a wide receiver, uh, perhaps maybe Randy Moss could have been the next Jerry Rice. But I, I think Randy took too many plays off. I think Randy certainly found himself in a, in a position whereas uh, he has to look back and say, man, if I had a chance to do it again, I might do it a little bit different. And I tell you one thing that uh, I certainly hope doesn't happen to to Randy is that he doesn't find himself um, in a position where he just goes out to 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 get with a team that's not a real contender, and find himself in a position where he could possibly bring physical harm to himself. And certainly he doesn't want to diminish, you know, his image because now Randy is a, I think he's a more respected player than he was the past few years with the other teams he was with. Um, because Randy, he just really wasn't feeling those teams, if you will. Uh, I think he liked being a part of the San Francisco 49ers. They were a contender, and that certainly gave him an opportunity to perhaps maybe win a Super Bowl. After all, they were there. They just didn't get it done. And now I think they're looking for sure uh, to move on, and Randy's got to go someplace else. And I don't know where that's going to be. You know, perhaps maybe Randy could just graciously uh, leave the game uh, certainly will be a Hall of Famer, but uh, I don't know how how well uh, things will be if he continues to move on someplace else. i tell you something else. Somebody who uh, I'm extremely happy for because I'm a Ravens fan. Shout out to my good friend Ozzie Newsom, Wilbur Montgomery. Ozzie, of course, the general manager. Wilbur, the running back coach, both teammates of mine, uh, who just won a Super Bowl. Uh, they did the right thing. Uh, Mr. Flacco got paid. Uh, he rolled the dice, um, played a year, played out his contract, and at the right time, he struck. He struck gold. <laughs> He's uh, he won the Super Bowl. You can talk about everybody else. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why Aaron would ro- wait and see what Joe Flacco's going. Joe just won a Super Bowl. Aaron, you won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. So uh, you know, can can you demand the same thing? In some in some minds, you can. But again, it's a what have you done for me lately? And I would have to say that he's a Super Bowl champ. Does that mean he's not the best quarterback? I don't know if you had to flip a coin and you had to take Aaron Rodgers or Joe Flacco. Which one would you take? I'd say who won the Super Bowl last? Who was the last one to win the Super Bowl? And Joe's not too bad. But certainly uh, Joe leads me to something I'm going to talk about when we come back. And that is show me not the money, but show me the gold. I've got a couple gentlemen in the studio with me, and we're going to talk about that. Because actually what happens is the NFL can be like a gold mine for some of these young men. 
But what happens when people strike when they find gold? What do they do with it? What are they supposed to do with it? Well, that's for, for these young men, their gold is their money. Some of these guys are going to, in a couple months, you're going to find for sure, they're going to be about mm, 32 instant. When I say instant, I mean as soon as they call their name, they're millionaires. They've qualified to go and buy whatever they want to any place in the world. Because they will receiving those checks, multi-million dollar checks. But what will they do with that money when they get it? What type of investment strategies do they have in mind? We're going to talk about a little, uh, something a little bit different. Bring some diversity to that portfolio. Show me the gold. That's what we're going to do. So you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I think I got to take a break. I hear some music in the back there. My man D's going to take care of that, and I'm going to take care of this break. And when we come back, I'll be joined by some friends, and you are going to find out what it means to have some precious metals and how valuable they can be to you and your life. We'll be right back. school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I think I'm going to slow down just a little bit for this segment. Because this segment, as I said, y- you remember the movie, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Cuba Gooding Jr. Show me the money. 
You remember that? I, I think he, he may have gotten an award for that performance. And that's what that was. That was a performance. But this is not a performance. This is, this is, and it's not reality radio. This is the real deal. And the reason why it's the real deal, because today we're going to talk about not show me the money, but show me the gold. The money will buy the gold. But we're going to talk about show me the gold, because that is something that I think is a little different. When it comes to young men in particular, we're talking about we're talking about young men in the National Football League that are college students who just got finished performing in the combine who are about to become instant millionaires. And they're going to be faced with some decisions that will affect their entire life, not just their career as an athlete and the post career, uh, but their entire lives into retirement and, and many times they're going to be family members that are also going to be dependent upon what happens to the lives of these young men in terms of how well they protect and they manage their finances. So today I've invited in the studio with me uh, a couple guests. Uh, the first guest is going to be David Fisher. David, uh, of course, works for the company by the name of Republic Monetary Exchange, and they deal in precious metals. And, David, welcome to the studio. Well, thank you for having me, Ray. Uh, I, I, first of all, I want to ask you, listen, okay, uh, Arizona Cardinals, Oh, yeah. You following the Cardinals? A little bit. No, well, no. I'll tell you what, man. We got to, you know, there's some things going on. We got to find us a quarterback, I'm sure. And I was talking about uh, Alex Smith going to Kansas City. But, uh, you know, we need some of those. Uh, uh, we're, I don't know if they're in college or in pros, but we need a quarterback to come here, you know, because a quarterback probably be in a pretty good position to sit down and talk to you about some precious metals. <laughs> <laughs> those guys make an awful lot of money. Uh, I think Joe Flacco just signed a – Record deal somewhere in the neighborhood was it, I think it was one hundred and twenty million dollars. Uh, he just signed. Uh, that's a lot of gold. Is that a lot of that's, gold? That's a lot of gold. That's yeah. a lot of gold. Well, listen. Why, why don't you, if you will, uh, David? Because what I what I like to do on my show many times there, there are various aspects of an athlete's life that the average person doesn't know about it, and they're really not aware of it until maybe somebody in their family you know, becomes involved in athletics at the highest level you possibly can. And they reach that pinnacle of the profession. And then once they, they reach it, they are faced with so many different challenges and so many different things that they've never dealt with in their life uh, that they, don't, they, they really don't have the resources to make the best decisions and the most informed decisions. And, and people find out, and people sometimes they don't find out, but people just assume, and particularly when you talk about athletes, that they wasted their money, that they threw their money away. I can tell you this. Uh, you're sitting here with me in the studios. When I played, of course, is a, a, they pay in taxes in one week what I made. <laughs> so, but, but nobody from the precious, I'm sorry, the precious metal industry ever sit down to make a presentation to me or to any of my colleagues that I'm aware of in terms of, uh, you know, educating us, financial literacy, um, you know, the opportunity to diversify in your investment strategies. Uh, is this an industry, the sports industry? Do you guys, you know, ever take the time out to look and think about as you qualify, quantify your, your customers uh, that they could be maybe a niche that you guys might consider? Hey, these guys, perhaps maybe we can bring them some security where these other, you know, high-risk investments, uh, our investments are a little safer, and, and perhaps maybe we might want to consider it. Do you guys have an, a, a, a component of the business where you, where you target athletes and entertainments, or, or if you don't, have you considered that? 
We've considered that, and we've been on a lot of radio shows, you know, talking to many different professionals from different aspects of life. And, you know, the the way this system is working or, or the monetary system and the way the government's overspending a lot of money, we're going to have to have some sort of inflation down the road. And gold is really a hedge against that. You know, you mentioned Joe Flacco. He, he discovered gold in, in a different way through a contract. But discovering gold is no respect of a person. What they're, who they are as the profession or being sports or outside of the sports arena, the color of their skin or who they are, their beliefs or their religious beliefs or their upbringing. The, you can discover gold no matter what your wages are or your income because gold is an asset that everyone can hold in their portfolio that truly has held the test of time. And what I mean by that, Ray, is simply as this. is You mentioned here just recently that yeah, we, not a lot of athletes have talked about gold. Well, it's just recently that gold's becoming rediscovered once again. The central banks of the world have been on a rampage, specifically since 2005, of buying a lot of gold. And that's what's driven gold up from under $300 today over $1,600. It's the big money of the world. They're gearing up for some big problems that our country's going to have to face or maybe keep kicking the can down the road. And that's getting our financial house in order. And that's what really what causes gold to go up. So when these young athletes get that big paycheck and their life literally changes in just moments, they have to make a lot of decisions, like you said. And we found that by being prudent and by diversifying a portion of your hard-earned money into gold, gold is, will be the asset that will secure your other investments against the fluctuations and the high volatility of risk in these other investments that literally some of them have actually gone to zero while gold has never done that. It kind of reminds me of a famous saying by Will Rogers. I'm not so concerned, he said this, I'm not so concerned of the return on my money as the return of my money. Yeah, and I, and I, I like that. I, I like that, David, because my, my approach has always been, although I didn't always win, <laughs> but my approach has always been that, oh, I'm okay investing in this it's mm -hmm. just that suppose i want my money back or suppose after you know we go through a period of time and we go through the process is there a chance you know that i could lose even what i gave you you know and i and i think that's one of the things of which when it comes to young people and particularly some of those who perhaps maybe uh Maybe not the first ones in order, to, you know, making it to that high income level, but just, uh, you know, a person for him, it's his first time. So even if my mom and my dad, you know, have been extremely well off, that's their money. <laughs> I like the sure. way Bill Cosby used to tell his kids <laughs> on the show all the time. No, mom and dad are rich. You have, you have nothing, you know, but mom and dad are rich. So once... An individual has gotten to the point where he's he's earned his mm -hmm. and, and he wants to hold on and he wants to kind of mitigate some of that risk, if you will. Um, what percentage of his investment in terms of diversifying his investments, what percentage do you guys talk about in terms of, OK, of the 100 percent that you want to invest? What percentage of that would you suggest a person consider gold as an investment opportunity? Sure. When I was asked that question a decade ago, Ray, I was saying 10 to 20 percent and hope it goes down a whole bunch. And usually the, the wife or the husband would say, why would we want to invest in your investment that you're suggesting to us called physical metals, 
gold and silver, and you're telling us it should go down? I, I said, yeah, because it's like a scale, two scales. The other money, 80 to 90 percent, is on this other scale called paper. And if gold goes down, this little bit in you have in the portfolio goes down a whole bunch, that means your paper went up a whole bunch. Well, let's take a look what happened. They call this the lost decade for a reason. Paper, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, is within about 10% of its value a decade ago as it is today. Yet gold was under $300 and it's over $1,600 today. It's risen five times. And the reason is, is because we talked about this, the Fed expanding the monetary system and the government going into debt. So all risks, all investment have risks. Today, people are putting more of the percentages in this asset called gold because it's, it's an undeniable thing on how much it's risen. And then there's these people that are saying, well, maybe it's gone up too high. Maybe I shouldn't get involved. The old adage is, well, if I knew what I knew now, back then, I would have done it then. You're going to look at gold at pretty cheap at being $1,600 because it's tied to the debt of the country. And we're, we're on a debt spending mode that several presidents has been – you know, gearing up for this. It's not just one president. This has been going on for quite some time. In fact, when President Reagan was in office, the debt was $3.4 trillion, and now we're 16.4. So it's not any entity that's caused this. It's everybody not being able to budget the, uh, balance the budget. Now, but, but one thing you, you talked about is, is the fact that uh, certainly, you know, the value of the dollar uh, perhaps maybe going down or going up, you know, mm-hmm. which is be a good thing, uh, as you told him for that other ninety percent. But 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 this ten percent, uh, that whole the conversation you had there, you know, it, it tends to be perhaps say for some people it may be over their head. What about those people that that don't understand that when the dollar goes up, the gold goes down. When the gold goes up, the dollar's down. Great question. Can can you help? Can you educate yeah. somebody who's never understood that? Again, you're talking about a young man who may see you three, four, five times. Can you put him at a comfort level in that short of a period of time to help him understand and his family and his advisors that gold is something you might want to consider and you should consider? Great question. If you look at the true cost of living, it's costing more to live as time goes on. And people are living longer, so they need more money. So with that in mind, if you took a $20 bill and a $20 gold coin, which is an ounce of gold, at one point in time, back in the 20s, they were the same value. And you could have gone down to the grocery store and bought 400 loaves of bread with a $20 bill or $20 gold coin. That was the purchasing power. Or buy a brand new man's suit for $20. Today, they took us off a gold standard decades ago. And today, if you have a $20 bill, you can't go down to the grocery store and buy 400 loaves of bread. But if you have that $20 gold coin, it's going to be worth $1,800 plus in its liquid form. Take that, put that money in your bank, go down to the grocery store. You can buy a lot more than 400 loaves of bread, and you still can buy a brand-new man's suit, and you still have a lot of money left over to do other things. My point being is this. Paper money will devalue because that's how our system is set up. And as much as I want it to change, it's not unless they back it by gold. And that's why we, at one point in time, had our currency backed by gold to protect Americans' wealth. So if the government or the Federal Reserve is not going to protect your money, you do it yourself. You become your own banker. Put yourself in your own power. 
by putting a portion of your money into gold to protect yourself against the things that we know are going to happen so that when you get on in life later on, you will have the return not just on your money but of your money. And gold has been the number one investment return the last decade. I certainly like the way David you know, pointed that out. And, and I can see him here in, in front of me. So he, he was moving his hands a little bit so I could help me understand a little bit more. You know, on the East Coast, they do that a lot. They talk with their <laughs> hands, you know. Uh, and certainly uh, in the hood, we talk with our hands a lot too. So I'm just going to say that. But I may have to take a break. I believe D wants me to take a break again. Uh, so we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to take this break, and we're going to talk some more about gold because uh, I, I want to know. I want to be educated. And I think, again, if you're educated, you can make an informed decision. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And, of course, I got my friends in the studio with me from Republic Monetary Exchange. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. You know, I've been talking to uh, David Fisher, who is from Republic Monetary Exchange, for the past few minutes. But I also have another friend, uh, Larry Capretta, who is in uh, the studio with me. We're going to get to Larry in a couple seconds. But first of all, I, I want to go back to, uh, to David. And David, I, as I said, I, I want to go back and just say, in, in, in layman's terms, I am so glad the way you broke that down in terms of the purchasing power. Because, I mean, I think a person needs to know, okay, years ago you could have a dollar. 
And you, as you said, you know, you were talking about many dollars, but you could have one dollar and you might be able to go to the store and buy three loaves of bread. If you put that dollar under your mattress and 10 years later you try to pull that dollar out and you try to go to the store now and your mom tells you to go get three loaves of bread, that dollar is only going to allow you to buy one loaf of bread. So you actually, that dollar, you know, the rate of inflation went up and the price of bread went up and the value of that dollar went down so that dollar doesn't buy you what it bought you 10, 20 years ago. You're saying that's what's happened with the dollar, but the gold is buying what it bought and more than it did years ago. You're exactly right, because anytime, Ray, you create more of something, that something becomes worth less. And our currency is the world reserve. It's established in 1971, and they've been creating and expanding this currency to creating more notes because the government keeps going into debt. So the su- to supplement the government's overspending, the Fed is creating more dollars, if you will. Not physical paper money, but notes. And so this is devaluing our currency. So this is why gold is standing the test of time and has had such big movement in it because in this last decade, the government has spent more money than ever spent before. The feds have printed more currency and issued more notes than they've ever been before. And, the gov- and our country is in worse situation than it's ever been before. And the dollars become worth less, more this last decade than ever before. You can look at gasoline. I'm 51 years old. Gasoline was 25 cents a gallon. Now what is it? Okay, so this is just a huge reflection. It will be five dollars, seven dollars, ten dollars down the road at some point in time, because it's tied to the dollar. It's sold in dollars, is a, boy, a barrel oil, and so. But you were talking during the break there. You had a lot of questions, and I know your listeners probably have a lot of questions. So if I may, I'm going to give out my phone number sure, to our company because they're probably thinking of questions right now, and we have uh, brokers there that can answer them. Our toll-free number is 877-354-4040, and the name of the company is Republic Monetary Exchange. I'm the sales manager. If you want to go to our Internet website, it's republicmonetary.com. And, and again, you know, when we're talking about precious metals, I, again, just being naive years ago, I'm, I, I'm a little bit more educated as it comes to the product now. We're actually talking about something tangible. We're talking yes. about coins. Yes. People can actually touch. Let me ask you about the security. It's one thing about, you know, I'm safe to say it now. You know, athletes and celebrities have a lifestyle that I always tell people it's a very dangerous lifestyle because y- your family's in harm's way many times and people don't understand it and your property is. And that is if you're watching a football game, the chances are if anybody was watching the Super Bowl, uh, if you wanted to break into Ray Lewis's house, it probably was a good time to do it because guess who's <laughs> not there? Ray's not there. When you talk about these precious metals, uh, not, I'm not just talking to athletes or celebrities. I'm talking about individuals. These are tangible things. Uh, how does one and what does one do once he has this asset? How does he secure it? What, is, what does the person do uh, once they acquire their gold uh, coins, precious metals? Well, great question, Ray. And just to clarify, you are in a physical product. You would either have it shipped to you, and we're responsible for that. And we ship it to you in the mail. We do millions of dollars a month. Uh, or you could come down to our company on 40, uh, 40 East Camelback. Now wait, say that again. So you mean you can actually make a purchase yes. and actually come to the office. And Okay, so 
if I make a purchase based upon what I've seen uh, in in the collaterals, yes. and, and and then I'm looking at it in the magazine, it looks great, and I decide on okay, I'm going to buy you know fifty thousand dollars worth of these coins. I actually can then go to the office yes. in a couple of days, and the coins are actually there. Meet with Larry, and he'll give you your gold. We have armed police. They'll walk out to your car with you. You're going to probably take that to your safety deposit box in a bank. Those are fully secured. Now, I've never, ever heard, and I've been doing this 20 years, of a safety deposit box being robbed. In fact, they'll probably go after the paper money before they go after the safety yeah, deposit you, you, box. You, what, you've not, you, what you've never done, you've never watched that movie on TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> David. I'm sorry, but uh, there was a great movie on TV, and I forget who was in that movie, but uh, they, they pulled off a good one, put the mask on, yeah. and everything, they pulled off a good one. So, okay, so, so let's, let's, let's continue to talk about this. Um, a young man making an investment, made his investment in gold. Uh, now, for some reason or another, he's faced with a situation whereas he's about to leave the game of the National Football League, and uh, n- the National Football League now has 401K plans. Yes. And individuals, you know, can walk away with their 401K, and they can take uh, control of their 401K. And it's my understanding now that you have a product where they could actually roll their 401K over into precious metals? Absolutely. We do these all the time. Now, can you explain that to me a little bit? That's kind of hard for me to understand that. Again, I've got a 401k plan, and, and there's nothing tangible. I've never, I'm not touching anything. You know, i got a mutual fund that's very diverse. But now you're talking about a tangible item. Yes. So it could be a 401k, or let's say they have an IRA, an individual retirement account. And they have choices in those accounts. They either can be in paper and that's what their investment advisor would recommend to them. In fact, if, he, if they were talking gold, he'd say, I can help you get involved in paper gold. But that's not really gold. You're still on the side of paper. Okay, let's talk about that. Explain this. So there's two forms of gold. Okay. Well, it's not gold. <laughs> this is the confusing it's thing. It's paper gold, as you this said. This is the misunderstanding. Right. There's a thing called GLD. It's an index of gold. Mm-hmm. You're buying a contract. You're buying on paper gold. But the problem with this is, if you read the fine print of the fund, they're actually leveraging your money. And they're actually buying a contract on gold in the hopes of it performing. If it doesn't perform like they wrote in this contract, the contract is not worth but only the paper it's written on. And this is what you buy into, a portion of this fund that you buy in paper. So this is why we recommend you get yourself distance and actually diversify in physical gold, not paper gold. Because in a physical gold, there is no leveraging of your money. And if you look at all points of time, when any time there is great losses of wealth, it always surrounded itself with the word leverage. So this is why we say don't leverage your money, 100% of it. And that's what you do when you're in paper. You're betting on a company. You're betting on an environment. You're leveraging your money. So be in physical gold. And you can do this in your 401K and in your IRA. And we roll over those retirement funds into a self-directed IRA, which puts you from the back seat of your car into the front seat. Now you're driving your car. And there's a couple choices you can do here. There's, you can have another third-party company store your gold, like in Brinks or Delaware Depository in Wilmington, Delaware. You never get to see your gold, but it's physically there. Or there's another way that we've devised as a company through the setting up of a company called an LLC. And that LLC is the buyer of the gold, and the LLC has a manager, and that would be you if, let's say, you did this, right? 
and that manager manages the LLC. Therefore, the manager receives the gold on behalf of the LLC and puts it in a safe place like a safety deposit box. So now you've totally put yourself in control of your financial future. Well, there was a little part there that perhaps maybe was a little bit confusing for the layman out there. Okay. And, and, and let's talk about 401K and let's talk about uh, a hard asset and a hard asset being the, the gold that's physical. You can actually touch it. It's yes. tangible. But in order for you to have a tangible product, you would have had to liquidate your 401k to, to make the purchase of this hard asset. Well, let me clarify what that is. It's called, in the term of the financial industry, it's called a rollover. Okay? You're moving, think of an umbrella. An umbrella is a shelter that keeps rain off your head. Okay? That's what a 401k is. It keeps you from having taxes happening to your financial future. Only when you pull money out of the 401k does it become a taxable event. But when you roll it over, you go from this umbrella called a 401k into another umbrella called an IRA, which is an, another tax-deferred shelter, there is no taxable event. So let's say you had a million dollars in your 401k, and most sports people are going to have significantly more than that. But let's just say you wanted to roll over a million dollars from the 401k. We set up an IRA, and the million dollars goes from the 401k to the IRA, no taxes, and you buy gold. And you never touch the money. And you never touch that's, the money. That, that's the important You part let this thing grow. Yes. Because you're going to need so that money. Roll, even though you roll over and you buy a tangible asset, you don't really have access to that tangible asset because if you do, and, and let, let's say Larry doesn't know that I have the gold in my hand, all of a sudden when I rolled it over, I didn't, I didn't recognize it as uh, you know, the profits on that money, so I'm, I'm, I'm taxed on that if I actually take hold of it and I go out and spend it and things Correct. of that nature, right? Correct. That okay. would become a distribution. Right. Anytime there's a distribution, and forget gold for a second. Let's say you bought stocks, okay? And the stocks went up from $50 to $100 a share over a period of a long time. And you took that money and you sold that stock and you pulled that money outside of this IRA, that would become a taxable event. But, that's, but you mentioned stocks, and I hate to cut you off there, but that's what I want to – I'm glad you brought that up finally. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, I believe that your position as it relates to gold is that as, as an alternative way Correct. of investing and, and to mitigate some of that risk – Gold is a safer investment than the stock market. And it's proven that to be this last decade. And the gentleman to my left here, Larry Capretta, he's had significant experience. I've been in doing this for 20 years. He's had over 30 years' experience in the stock market and the annuities, and he can uh, uh, testify to that. And what we're going to do, we're going to skip this break, and, and we're going to talk to – so, Larry, a little bit about that. Larry, let's talk about that. The stock market as opposed to gold as two, two investment opportunities that somebody's being presented to. And, and that's what's happening to a lot of these young men uh, because of generations like myself and generations before that uh, where there was, you know, maybe some disposable income that you consider some investments with. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the Arizona Biltmore. Uh, we'll leave that alone. But let's think about that. Um, whereas 20 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe the suggestion and the advice that one would get was take a look at, this, at the stock market. You know, dump a, I'm going to say a shitload of cash in the stock market. 
that doesn't seem like the way to go nowadays. I mean, this these past few years, the market's been, you know, ooh, it's been up and down and, and crashed for a while. Um, the few years that you've been doing this and you've been comparing it to the things you were doing years before, I think you like gold a little bit better than you do the stock market. Is that right? Is there some experience that you had to, to, to take that position? Yes, absolutely, Ray. I, uh, I've been in the financial services industry for 43 years. Uh, and I've, I have many clients here in, in the Phoenix area and all over the country, for, matter, for that matter. And I've taken a lot of their monies and diversified them. Not to say that I haven't left some of their monies into safe investments as gold is, in a sense. Uh, but I've helped them uh, solidify their portfolio a little bit and combat the inflationary problem that we, we face today. Uh, the dollar is going down in value, as David had said. And what do you do? Do you sit there and just look and watch your money go down? Uh, I remember when uh, real estate in Arizona was the greatest thing in the world. And everybody said, you can't lose money in real estate. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I know a lot of people who lost a lot of money in the real estate industry. But at the same token, with gold, because of the historical value of it, in the last decade, uh, gold is the only vehicle that's gone up over the last 10 years consistently in the last 100 years of the investment world. So it's very comprehensive to put money into uh, a vehicle such as gold because, again, as David mentioned, you hold that as a physical asset. No one can take that from you. It's yours. Uh, if a company makes a bad investment, so if you invested in Enron today, where would you be? Your your, port, your IRA, your 401k is gone. Uh, so you have to be careful. You've worked hard for your money. You've worked years for your money. You want to make sure that your money is safe and that it grows. And it, and it grows even better and faster than uh, what normally uh, an investment will do. Uh, it's not the answer to every single question in the world as far as finances are concerned, but it's one major portion. And at Republic Monetary Exchange, we're very careful in making sure that our clients understand what they're doing. We don't go in and say, here's what it is, this is it, give us a check for $10,000. That's not the way it works. We educate them, we develop a relationship with them, and when the time is right and they're right, and then they make the decision to move forward with their investment portfolio. Uh, we don't go in there at any one given time to command an uh, investment from them. We're, we're more interested in developing relationships than anything, than anything else. And, and I think that one thing that's extremely important, Larry, because many times as, as I keep harping on this fact that there are student-athletes that are on college campuses that they're not allowed to talk to agents. I think it's, financial advisors may be a little bit different, but they're not allowed to talk to agents until they've declared themselves eligible for the draft. And most of the times, if you're an underclassman, you, you don't do that until after your senior year is over with. I mean, your uh, that year is over with, and, and you've been to the bowl games and you come back. But but really, they they are meeting people such as yourselves for the very first time and it, it takes some time for them to be comfortable and, and to get to know you. Uh, let me ask you, are there, you mentioned the website, I think, a little bit earlier, David, in terms of uh, people being able to visit your website. Is there information there to actually educate people about gold? Because I, I just think in terms of, you know, financial literacy, period, uh, I think we, you know, are a little bit at a disadvantage when it when it comes to just going through life, you know, and understanding finances and money. 
Uh, now we're talking about gold. Is there some information on the website where people can actually get a chance to really engulf themselves and sit there and, and learn something about gold before they give you guys a call? Well, we have a lot of people that contribute to our website, our brokerage company. Our, all our brokers do, do write some articles on there. And every day we have a blog so they can interact with that and learn something every little day, something a little bit every day about what is going on in the financial world and how gold relates to that. So there's different articles and there's a lot of different sections they can learn about this product. They also can request a kit sent to them. Let me give you out that address. It's republicmonetary.com and our number is 877-354-4040. Now I know there are some products out there. I, I think Keebler or one of those uh, companies that provide some products for, for young kids. I think they talk about you could buy a life insurance policy at a young age. And mm-hmm. then, uh, How young would you suggest that a person start investing in gold? And, and what's the minimum amount? Let's say i got a, a daughter who's a high school student. She's 18 years old. Uh, what's just, just something to get their feet wet, to educate them about gold? Can she make a purchase of, of a coin at a small value and hold on to it and see what it would be worth later on? Great question. In fact, my youngest client is 11 years old. He came in by, with his dad, and his dad wanted to teach him about how to diversify into the, into the metal market. And he started out, obviously, in silver with just a couple hundred dollars that he had saved through birthday gifts and Christmas. And he... Literally, when he got those coins in his hand, you, I can't even describe, Ray, the smile from ear to ear that was on his face. There's something about it. When you people hold silver or gold in their hands, even an 11-year-old showed with his face, this represents something of significant value. You don't have to have millions of dollars. You don't have to be a sports person like I was sharing early on in, the, in your show here. You can come at all different levels. In our philosophy, it's not how much you have, it's what you do with what you have. Yeah, and I, I think that's extremely important for people to know because that's that's the point I made earlier when I, I think I threw the comment out there that athletes don't throw money away. They don't lose money. What happens to the majority of professional athletes, and I've been faced with some adversity in my life as well. Again, shout out to Arizona Biltmore. Uh, but what happens is you make bad investments. Sure. And, and you sit down with, with two handsome-looking guys like you guys with nice suits on. They're very well-groomed. They speak very well. But every now and then, they might leave a little bit out. And, and that's why I wanted to know from you guys, uh, can you go get some information from a website? Because there's something else w- when you guys are sit down with, with young student-athletes you might understand or may not even know. It's for the first time in their lives, they're set, they sit in a position well, they're going to make a decision. Even when I decided I was going to go to college, I told my mom I, I enjoyed myself when I was at the University of Michigan, and she looked at me like I was crazy. God bless her up in heaven. And, you know, and Coach Hayes came into the room, and, of course, I went to Ohio State. But these people are not accustomed to making decisions. Usually people make decisions for them. Mm-hmm. But as I said, I think the most informed that you possibly could be will allow you to make a better decision. And so if there's information out there where guys can get and, and gals, because NBA players, WNBA players are starting to land some nice contracts too. And I think a young mm-hmm. lady who dunked the ball a couple nights ago is going to find her way here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly um, I, I think the whole thing, the education and having access to materials where people can read at their leisure and get a better understanding of gold, I think it certainly uh, would, would help some people. So give us that website one more time. That's Republic Monetary. 
com and our phone number 877-354-4040. And I'm going to say this too, as I, as, as I was uh, telling these, uh, these, these fine young men in front of me here, uh, I remember watching Chris Rock on TV and Chris Rock kind of made a joke and was telling everybody about uh, the lifestyle that he lives. But he also wanted people to know that there are only three entertainers that live in that neighborhood. And it's a pretty nice size. I think it's a gated community. But the majority of people that are out here that find themselves in a position to make these types of investments aren't necessarily sports and entertainers. But these are everyday business people that can make smart investments. Certainly. And and certainly, you know, we talked about a dollar amount, if, if you will, in terms of a decent amount of it one should consider uh, in terms of just starting off a nice little portfolio if he was an athlete. Is that a six-figure investment? Is that a seven-figure investment? Or just to, just to get him comfortable, he's about to sign a check for, you know, $5 million, $2, 3000000 million. Does he start off in the medium or something? Where does he start off there, Larry? Well, actually, uh, what we consider a, a, a plan is, is what's suitable for that individual uh, you may have a contract for ten million, and another man might have a contract for fifty million. Well, obviously, the both the two contracts together, the suitability for each one of you is going to be a little bit different. So, the most important thing I think is to sit down with somebody who's a professional, has been in the business, a reputable company that can give you accurate information. If you were ill, you wouldn't go to medical school to find out if you're going to, you know, what's ailing you. You'd go to a professional, you'd go to an MD, and you'd give him the symptoms, and then he would give you a diagnosis, and he would prescribe a medication for that particular illness. It's somewhat similar in the financial world. You need to find somebody that you feel comfortable with, that you can work with, and let them help you walk you through the process and educate you through the process. There are a lot of books you can read. There are a lot of emails you can pull up on the Internet uh, that talks about gold. And I encourage, if you're interested in looking into the gold market, that you might consider some of those things. But the most important thing, in my opinion, is to sit down with somebody that has a reputable uh, background that can help you decide based on your suitability at your age and, and the amount of money that you might have to determine the amount that you should best start with because everybody's different. And I certainly appreciate that. And, and there's, there's not a lot of pressure, guys, but, but one thing that you certainly um, can do to help me out on this one is go to the website. I hope there's a lot of traffic out there. I hope the we- I don't want it to crash, but I certainly want them to know that people are listening and go to the website. And, and if, you, if you've never thought about it as an investment opportunity in diversifying your portfolio, you might want to consider that. And because I, these young men that are in front of me, they definitely not show you the money. The NFL is going to show you the money, but they can show you the gold and make sure that your investment is uh, a little less, uh, you know, risky than those other investments that's been out there before. And, again, uh, everybody who has on a nice suit is not out to take advantage of you because these guys here are here to educate you. And uh, certainly I appreciate them stopping in. I learned some things today, and I certainly appreciate it, guys. And I'm going to be taking a look at this myself. And I got an 18-year-old out there. I guess she doesn't know, but she may be buying some gold pretty soon here. <laughs> uh, I hear a little music in my ear. I guess I'm going to have to end this show. It went pretty fast there, guys. I want to, again, thank uh, David Fisher for stopping in with me. And, of course, they're from Republic Monetary Exchange and also Larry Capetta. 
And uh, there is a Buckeye like myself. That's right. You know, and so uh, there may be some Buckeyes looking to, <laughs> to, I hope so. uh, to make some nice investments. I certainly uh, I'm always happy when those guys make the right decisions instead of uh, find themselves in a position where um, they've uh, fallen on some adversity. So we want to make sure we do whatever we can to help them out to make the best, the smartest, and the most informed decision. So it's about that time, I believe, D. Um, I'm going to have to end this show. I don't want to. Of course, I want to stay for a long time. But I'm going to have to uh, wrap things up here. And as as I said uh, a little bit earlier, I just want to leave with this one. Joe Flacco. Oh, my God. But I'm happy for you. Everything I did to help you, I want you to know you helped me, too. And I certainly appreciate the Baltimore Ravens. Ozzie Newsome, that's a great decision, Oz. But uh, I'm I'm glad that Joe uh, got his money and he got paid. He deserved it. Super Bowl champion. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Are you me? Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.